We're live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. Everyone's talking about the Fed, the economy. And, you know, I, by the way, before I get started, subscribe wherever you get your podcast to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I appreciate the last episode was the most popular ever. This is called Marathon May or the May Marathon, whichever plan words is better. We're going to do every single day, and we're trying to take this podcast to the next level. We're apolitical, we are based on truth, and we have no bias whatsoever. Now, to the economy. So people ask me, oh, all the statistics is too complicated. I just want to know about the economy. Okay, let me explain the economy to you. Imagine you're locked up, okay, and you're rooming with a huge black dude, 6'5", 280, pure muscle, all right? Just former NFL linebacker, just stone okay and his name is economy wills okay and at night you're going to bed and economy wills bend you over and says i am the economy and then before you know you got two assholes okay that's what the economy is it's about to tear you up okay i don't know another way to say it you can replace that person with an asian american a white it's not about it's not about what economy wills looks like it's about his sheer size he's massive Okay, he's massive. Economy wheels is so big and he is about to wherever, you know, like those, you know, those, you know, when you're looking at those, those trains that have cart after cart after cart and the trains never end. It's just so huge. Well, that's economy wheels cock. Okay, let's just say that. All right. I just want to put it in simple words so people can understand what's happening. This is what's about to happen. It's about to come down the pipe and it's going to hit you. It's going to hit me. It's going to hit all of us. And what do I mean? Let's get into the data. But before I do that, there's a clip which this reporter knows exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking about. You got to listen closely. She's talking about a draft pick. It's eight seconds. I'll let it replay three times. I'll give you three times, okay? She's explaining not the economy, but you can pretend she's talking about the economy. Listen closely to her words, how she describes this player. Listen closely. Last one, listen. You hear that? Big dick, big guy. All right. That's the economy. A big dick, big guy. All right. And I just wanted to give you something you could visualize because you might be in the car, you might be working out, you might be going to bed, but now you understand the severity. And so even Elon Musk said, quote, the Fed is making decisions using stale data. Okay, like having whitefish and pike, aka kafilta fish, in your refrigerator three years after the expiration date. That is what we call stale. All right. So the Fed is making decisions using stale data. This is like driving a car while looking out the rear window. Fine when the road is straight, but destined to crash when the road is winding. Okay, do you understand? And he's saying that he might have the most data in one head ever with Twitter, with Tesla, with SpaceX, and saying we need to cut rates, yet tomorrow it's predicted they're going to raise rates by 25 basis points. He's saying we need to cut it, all right? So how bad is it? Well, if you watch the mainstream media and the propagandists, aka politicians, they're going to tell you everything's fine. But if you look at this tweet I have on the screen, I'll read it to you if you're just listening, which is Geneva Roch Dector, CFA. She's a good account, very smart financier. 
like Jeffrey Epstein. No, we're not talking about that guy. We talked about him yesterday. Go listen to that podcast. Whew. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine if you were associated with him, it's pretty easy to tell who was associated with him. They're, they pretty much shill for whatever the regime wants. Okay. Breaking bloodbath in regional banks. Pack West Bancorp is down 39.3%. Western Alliance down 22%. Regional bank ETF, which is IAT down six and a half percent. Every single name in the regional bank ETF is red. And here's the chart with PNC Financial Services Group, U.S. Bank Corp, which, by the way, there was leaked data a few weeks ago about U.S. Bank Corp, about them going under. And there's a prediction on the table that it could be them. You got M&T Corp, Fifth Third, Key Corp, First Citizens. I mean, if this sounds like your bank, I'll tell you what, you should get out of the room before economy does what economy is going to do to you. You know what I mean? Put in treasuries, do something better, learn, get educated. There's a reason they don't teach personal finance in school. There's a reason they don't teach real tactical things you can use in real life in school because they want you dumbed down. They want you to be just smart enough to do the work, but not smart enough to beat the system. You understand? The whole game is rigged. The table's tilted and it ain't tilted in your favor. You understand? I know you understand, but are you going to do anything about it? So just in, new data shows today has officially been the worst day in history for regional banks. Did you hear what I said? It has been the worst day in history for regional banks. This is from Whalewire. Over $78 billion has been wiped out from the banking industry in the last month, showing a list of all the, um, all the banks that have been crushed. $78 billion, Okay. But if you turn on, you know, a Janet Yellen or the Fed or, you know, Bloomberg or all the people that are trying to keep you in the matrix, they're going to say the banking system is sound. You, you love the word when you hear sound because it's a talking point. When people start parroting the same thing, just like I'm predicting, I predicted last week, I've been hearing from the hive mind, the Supreme Court a lot. And in order to do a whole takeover, you got to get rid of the Supreme Court. This is not to get off topic, but I put it, I tweeted it and said, I'm seeing the hive mind have this narrative about the Supreme Court being corrupt. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. That's not the point. But to, you know, have it change in some way, either pack it, change it, you got to get rid of it because it is, uh, it's, it's in favor of the of Republican side or conservative side, which is the side the media is not on and the people get, you know, who get this merit, this narrative going. And you're seeing a lot of attacks. So I'm saying keep your eyes out when you hear a narrative like the Supreme Court. I think you're gonna see a lot more of that. Okay. There's a narrative with the banking system. The narrative is the banking system is sound. The banking system is stronger than ever. You should put all your money in the banking system. Okay. They said that in 2007. Okay. You might not be old enough to remember that. They said everything's just dandy in 2007. And then you had the great financial crisis. The great financial crisis. For all you young bucks who don't know what that means, that means it wasn't a good time to be in finance. It was called the great financial crisis, the GFC. All right. And now there's predictions from very credible sources that this could be worse. And this is the banking sector. And you're seeing a consolidation of wealth into the big banks. I have many, many podcast episodes you can go listen to many about CBDCs, how they're going to roll out. I mean, I was on this well before everybody else, but you know that unless you're new, welcome to John the Coco show. We love you. We do. We love you. Of course we love you. Yeah. It's fucking great to have you. Yo, um, that, we're way ahead of the game here. I tell you what you need to know on time. They tell you what you need to know after it's past time that you could do anything about it. All right. I'm here for team peasant. They're 
the mainstream is there for team elite. Understand who has who's back. You got it? And by the way, I told people to share the last episode with 17 people. I think you might you guys might have done that. I appreciate it. Share this one with 14 people. Not 17, 14. Okay, more news to get into. More banana news to get into. Oh, oh, speaking about how calm everything is and how great everything is. What about the fact that see here, let me okay, let me tell you what's going on here. The regime, okay, Biden and that regime, they know, they know that the banking system is collapsing. They know the regional banks are, how do I put this nicely? Fucked. Okay. They know this. And so they are trying to trigger a macroeconomic geopolitical event so they can blame it on somebody else. So what they're trying to do is provoke China to do something that will bring us into more war. And then when the economy and the banking system goes and gets sucked out of the system into the black hole of life or of death, I don't know what you call it. They're going to say, oh, look, it was China. It was, oh my God, look, it was them. It was them. They're trying to point, oh my God, we couldn't have done anything about it. It's them. It's them. They're trying to take, they're trying to bring things down and blame it on other people. All right. And what do I mean by that? Well, I have definitive proof. China has warned that we should not meet with the president of, um, of Thailand yet. The speaker did, both speakers did. And now on May 1st, president Tsai. T-S-A-I, meets former United States National Security Advisor John Bolton, a.k.a. that mustache should lead the charge, okay? That is like second, that is right behind Hitler's mustache. I mean, it's just, you don't have a mustache like that if you're a good guy. Nobody has a mustache like that if you're a good guy. If you have a mustache like that, you would send children to war to die for you to financially profit. That's what it looks like. So on the morning of May 1st, President Xi Jinping, met with Ambassador John Bolton, former United States National Security Advisor at her official residence. Presidency said that as Taiwan stands on the front line of the defense of democracy, defend democracy, which means defend the current status quo regime, we are not only determined, but also well prepared to protect our homeland. Moreover, the president stated that we are willing to deepen cooperation with the U.S. and all other like-minded partners to jointly uphold peace and stability across the Taiwan Strait, as well as the values of freedom and democracy. And out of the other cheek, they're saying, send us more weapons. We're going to send you more weapons. We're going to send you more things that can blow up shit. Like, you just got to be such an idiot. I don't know what else to say. Maybe maybe you want to stay in the Matrix. I realize people who are in the Matrix want to stay. They, they fight to stay. They, 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 don't, they don't want the personal responsibility. They want to be told where to go, what to do, what to eat. They want to eat the bugs. I don't know why. I don't know. It's very strange. So, yeah, they're trying to provoke war so that we can, you know, defer, uh, 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 basically fault to uh, an adversary outside the U.S., even though we're doing it internally. From unusual whales, New York and California lost over ninety billion in income during as you know that was the thing that floated around for a few years during as taxpayers moved to other states, accelerating the trend of high earners reloading relocating to lower tax areas like Florida and Texas per the CNBC. Okay, so the California, New York are losing tons and tons of money because people. Well, first of all, people like freedom, which, uh, which by the way, uh, the economist interviewed, uh, Bill Gates said, you know, why was the U S less successful in during, you know? And, uh, he said, well, that's cause, uh, I guess the people that value freedom chumps, 
Like one, yeah, we do value freedom. Okay. Freedom. Some people lost sight of that, obviously pretty proven, but it is what it is. Now this is good. This is almost, this is, I'll tell you how it could be better. 40 unusual whales, 49, 49% of Americans now call themselves independents. The same amount as self-described Republicans and Democrats combined per Axios. People are leaving politics. Well, they're going to independent. The only thing better than this, well, two things are better. One would be 100% of Americans say they're apolitical. Two, 49% of Americans now call themselves apolitical, but they say independent. Independent is as close as you can get to apolitical. People are realizing that neither party is there for you. Okay. Basically, it's like this. Thinking that a politician is coming to save you is like going to a strip club and thinking the stripper actually likes you. Do you understand? I know you do. You may not want to understand. There's no politician that's saving you. All right. There is no stripper that's going to love you. Well, maybe there are, but most likely they're doing their job. They're supposed to trick you. They both have that in common. So banks are collapsing. The whole system is rigged. Everything's falling down, but you're going to hear everything's sound. Tomorrow you're going to hear from Jerome Powell that everything's fantastic. We've never had a stronger economy. We're going to raise it. And then all of a sudden you're going to have no regional banks. You're going to have just these four or five massive banks with everybody's money. And then what do you have? We can roll out. We got Fed now, and then we start implementing CBDCs, which I have proven time and time again. Please go look at old episodes of how they're going to roll it out. They they say it in public, Project Icebreaker, everything's in detail. They tell you what they're doing. They do not hide it because they don't think you could do anything about it. Little do they know, podcasts like this and other great creators are telling people the truth and we're forming communities on the network. And then we're going to combine and become our own central banks. We're going to invest in things like Bitcoin, like gold, like silver, and we're going to barter and we're going to work with each other in smaller communities and we are going to be free. The antithesis of what the people in charge of this world want. That's just the way it is. Okay. So in other news, um, there are people that are in charge of colleges, which should be the bastion of free speech, getting fired for liking Alex Berenson's tweets. This is from Jay Bhattacharya, friend of the show. He was on the podcast. You can go listen to that episode too. The more I think about this, the more absurd it seems. A reporter used her time and the authority of her publication to spy on what the president of a medical school likes on Twitter, not posts, not even retweets, though that would also be absurd. That medical school and president responded by an abject apology for thought crimes. America is having a Maoist moment. Medical schools are at an epicenter of an insane cultural revolution. I hope it ends soon. And to top it off, Alex Berenson was right that the that the VAR didn't stop transmission. So this person, this president of the medical school is getting reprimanded for liking tweets from Alex Berenson that are true, that are true about it not stopping. Remember when they said, you're not going to get if you take this, but that was not true. And Alex told us that. And a lot of people told us that you just had to be willing to search for the truth. Okay. I had a lot of friends who were unwilling to search for the truth. So I understand what it's like. Unwilling, unwilling. You show them data, unwilling to accept it because it becomes a cult of some sort. I don't know how else to explain it, okay? But the people are waking up and realizing that we're all on the same team and that if we come together as peasants, we can take down the elites in a day. First of all, we decline to follow their ridiculous rules and we make our own communities in favor of the peasants for the first time ever. That's what we do. That's what we do. And that's what we will do. 
Uh, in other news, uh, so San Francisco is basically ground zero for a lot of these crazy policies, and things aren't going so well. So unusual rails. Nordstrom is closing both downtown San Francisco stores this summer, exiting 350,000 square feet of commitments and choosing not to pursue, pursue lease renewal. It said it was closing due to, quote, the deteriorating situation in downtown San Francisco. So what's going on? It's amazing that people want to live in this scenario. I mean, hey, people vote for it. That's amazing. Like, let them live in it. That's great. I mean, it's getting bad. I don't know why people would want it. It's like, why would you want, like, outside of your home, just, like, needles and crime and all this stabbing, just crazy stuff. It's so weird. It's so radical. But, you know, if people want it, I think it's great. Power to the people. I just want whatever the peasants of that area want. And if the peasants vote for that, the peasants should get it. That is great. And if you don't want it, then move out of that scenario. And now there's layoffs galore in the tech industry, which I got a message today on LinkedIn of someone saying that the layoffs have been so bad and San Francisco has been so hit so hard. And this is just beginning. This is the tip of the iceberg. You think this is a lot? You think like 150,000 jobs is a lot? This is nothing, nothing. Wait until the shit literally hits the fan and it goes, and all of a sudden you have shit everywhere. It's going to be no jobs. It's going to be chaos. Most people are going to try and become creators. AI is going to take jobs over. I covered that in the last couple episodes. Educate yourself. Go listen to previous episodes of the John the Cogan Show. I'm here for you. I'm here for the movement, okay? We need a spiritual peasant revolution. Peaceful, but also with strength. And we do that with courage because courage is more contagious than fear. From my friend who says that. Um... Oh, by the way, this is the first time in history that Florida will have more jobs than New York State. Florida is going to have more jobs than New York State. Why is that? Why are people fleeing New York for somewhere like Florida? Because people, I already, I already broke this down in a podcast. How they say Florida's fascist? It's crazy. Why are people willingly move to oppressive regimes? Seems very strange. Okay, one of the last topics here is I want to get into this amazing resume that I found. This is unbelievable. Ready for this? If you're not watching this, I will read it to you. This resume is awesome. All right, here we go. From May, May, March 2012 to March 2017 was a research assistant at Theranos. <laughs> and then April 17th to August 29th, sales business development at WeWork. Then took a year off. And then became an account manager at FTX from October 2020 to August 2022. Then became an account manager at Silicon Valley Bank, September 2022 to March 2023. And then became an account manager at First Republic Bank, March 2023 to present. And now that's gone. <laughs> How funny is that? That's amazing. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if that was real? Oh, my God. There's no way that's real. That's just hilarious. Um. And then one of the last things I want to cover is some big news, actually. And I'll play a little clip of it. It's a minute, 30 seconds. Patrick Bet David, he knows what's going on. He gets it. I've recommended to listen to him. He tell, he at least tries to tell the truth. I respect PBD podcast. I respect value tainment so much. Uh, I've even, perhaps they're going to acquire the John, the Kogan show. We don't know. It could be a great, if someone at value tainment is listening to this, maybe we can work something out. I think it's a good deal. It'll be a lot cheaper than what they just offered Tucker Carlson. So listen to this minute 34 clip of him making an announcement of Valuetainment making an offer to Tucker Carlson. This is the beginning of the end of mainstream media and independent citizen journalism taking over once and for all forever. Minute 34 on Megyn Kelly. 
Take it away, Patrick. Announcement offer to Tucker Carlson. This is the first place I'm making this announcement because I believe Tucker's voice is one of the most necessary voices in America. And I believe he, uh, uh, at a place he is right now, we, we have a feeling of what would be important to somebody like that that's at the top of the game to get the kind of eyeballs that he was getting. Three million views to a week later, 1.33 million views. We know the world needs to hear that voice. And I know a lot of different offers and companies that are talking and offers they're making. Here's what our offer is. We're willing to make a on record. I'll be tweeting this right after I'm done here. Uh, and it'll be on Twitter, it'll be on YouTube, it'll be on all over the place. A $100 million five-year offer, equity position in the company, a president position, and a board seat to make decisions on what we want to do with docs, movies, specials, any other shows, and whatever else he wants to talk about. Podcast, show, all of it on OTT. But that is an offer we're making to Tucker. Tucker knows how to get a hold of me and... uh we feel uh, he's a once-in-a-generation type of a voice, and we would love to have him be here with Vaitema. He may not be the biggest. Obviously, there's a lot of bigger names out there. Uh, but if you want to team up with somebody that's got the vision in place, the cause in place, and it's a true believer on how great of a country America is that is worth fighting for, and the fight is a real fight because the enemy is real, we feel we're the right fit uh, to partner with somebody like Tucker Carlson. So you are the so there you go. There you go. We got big moves happening in independent journalism. Valuetainment offering 100 mil to Tucker Carlson. Here we go, baby. This will only expand the audience of the John the Kogan show and the peasants and the apolitical class, the forgotten class of society. Us, we, together, with love. Heart. Okay? Um, last thing I want to get to, I wasn't going to get to this, but this is actually really important. So Aaron Brockovich, you know that uh, attorney who helps with like, there was a movie about her. Um, and she helps basically with like, uh, you know, disasters caused by corporations and suing people, Julia Roberts played her. And then she went down to, um, uh, to, uh, uh, East Palestine about because the Norfolk Southern derailment, she tweeted, this came out on May 1st. So she tweeted, they knew, hold on, let me read exactly what she said. She says they knew it and hit it. Okay. From Midland daily news, train that derailed in East Palestine, carried Dow product ethyl hexyl acrylate all right so they did not dow has confirmed that it had a product ethyl hexyl sorry for my pronunciation acrylate in one rail car on the norfolk southern train that derailed in east palestine ohio at about 8 55 p.m on february 3rd a norfolk southern freight train derailed in east palestine about a quarter mile west of the ohio pennsylvania state line now According to Dow spokesperson Kyle Banlow, one rail car contained this Dow chemical, um, a monomer used as a raw material in the production of adhesives, coatings, construction materials, acrylic rubber, and emulsions. If I if I said that right, so they denied having this toxic chemical for months, and now it was just released that they had it and they knew it. People were talking about having this chemical they were terrified that this chemical if it burns it could be toxic in the area forever this was the big concern they denied they said no we don't have it no we don't have it these are the chemicals they knew this whole time they had this toxic chemical and they lied about it they withheld this information till literally yesterday that it came out they knew it and they hid it how disgusting is that and are they gonna be held accountable 
No, of course not. No, because they're in bed with the politicians. They don't care about you and me. They don't care about the people. They care about profits. They care about corporations. They care about the government. They do not care about, they do not care about us. We need to have a movement. In dark times like this, when the economy is about to take us, you know, right up the rip us another butthole. It's not going to be good. We need to come together in these trying times. We need to help one another. You need to spend money on local creators who give you good information, help support them, you know, uh, share their information, share their podcasts, share their videos. Okay. Help them monetize. So we don't have to go to these big corporations. When you need to get something from the deli, go to the local deli. Don't go to Walmart. When you need to get groceries, don't go to target, go to bim Bo's grocery store. Okay. I don't know. Go to the local, vote with your money. And if all of us do that, change can happen. Change is upon us in one way or another. We either make it in our favor, aka the peasants, or we go straight into corporatism and total tyranny in the end. Central bank digital currencies, huge corporations, and no small businesses, just like they try to get rid of all small businesses during, okay? It's not going to happen if we stand up and we fight back. This is our time, and our time is right now. Right now. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to do the right thing? Are you going to help small creators? Are you going to help share this podcast? Are you going to help the movement of the people? I hope you do. Please share this with 14 people. Subscribe to the Jonathan Cogan Show wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you for all the people who have recently subscribed. Please subscribe to the Rumble channel. Very bullish on that. And if you want to follow on Twitter where I drop apolitical truth bombs every single day at K-O-G-Z, a.k.a. Cogs. No, that'd be a lot of Z's. So just K-O-G-Z. All right. I love you. Have an amazing whatever time of the day it is for you. Morning, night, afternoon. I don't care. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Bye.